Hi, I'm Oli Steiger and you're listening to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast. Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design with your hosts, Glenn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome to another episode of He Shoots, He Draws with me, Glenn Dewis, and my co-host, buddy, designer extraordinaire, Dave Clayton. Now, Dave is back from having been out at the Creative South Conference in the USA, but he's only just back, so he'll be back on here next week. I just thought it was important to get him to have some family time, seeing as he's been away. So this week, it's me flying solo again, and I took the opportunity to have a chat with someone I've not spoken to in a few years. We actually think he's maybe five years. As you'll have heard at the very start, it's Uli Steiger, who's from Berlin, and who is, and I can't emphasize this enough, an incredible Photoshop 3D digital artist, whatever you want to call him. But what he creates is absolutely mind-blowing. Now, I first met Uli from a few years ago when I was regularly working in Germany with friends like Calvin Hollywood and Gabor Richter. And we got to hang out a few times at Photokina, an also event in London when Uli was doing a two-day event here and I'd been asked to go along and do like a lecture the night before. So anyway, I thought it'd be a good time to catch up with Uli. Scary how fast time goes by uh, because I thought it'd be completely fascinating to find out A, what got him into doing what he does and B, how the hell he goes about doing it or even thinks about doing what he does. But it was really, really good fun chatting with Uli. So he's, he's without doubt one of the nicest guys you could possibly meet. And now we've caught up, uh, we've also said we'll be keeping in touch more from now on, which I'm really pleased about. Anyway, I'll delay it no longer, so I'll say huge thanks to our sponsors, Westcott. And here's a chat with, in fact, no, let's start at the usual way. Uli, who are you? Glenn, good to see you. Um, you yeah, who, who am I? <laughs> All right, okay, I'm Uli, Uli Steiger. And uh, as you can probably hear, I'm from Germany. As you also can probably hear, I've been spending some time in the States. I, I never know how, how, how to speak English. I, I love your accent, the English accent, and I can only speak the American accent, sort of. And I have a German... And, and, and it actually, actually you know, sounds very posh. <laughs> yeah, and I have a German accent as well. So, okay, uh, I, I'm not somebody who, who works with languages. I work with pixels. I am a photographer since many years, since more than 30 years already. Uh, I started working with Photoshop about 25 years ago, and I am a image inventor. Is that something you can say? Somebody who creates images? I think when we look at what you do, yeah, I think you're okay to say that. Yeah, so it's, it's not only photography. I'm working with it also photography. It's photography. It's Photoshop, and it's a 3D program called Cinema 4D. So these three things are... <laughs> the things I'm working with it with uh, the whole day, probably, and sometimes uh, half the night. So that's me. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to dive into much more about what you do. But as always seems to be the way when I'm talking to people that I kind of know that I've met in the industry. Uh, and we, we were saying before we recorded there, we haven't maybe seen each other for something like five years now. Could but be five years, yes. I, yeah. I kind of, I kind of, as always seems to be the way, I know you, but I don't know you, if that makes sense. It, it does so, to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of see what you, you, the kind of work that you do, which is literally, and it's not, this isn't me exaggerating it, it is mind-blowing stuff that you do. And I want to talk more about that. But take me back to young Uli, how did this all begin? How did you get into the photography that you mentioned there? So wh where did it all start for you? 
Oh, it, it started. Uh, and this is this is no joke. Uh, we had we had a TV series in Germany. It it was called in German "Der Doktor und das Liebe Vieh." Right. So this is a German name, and it was about uh, three veterinarian no two veterinarians working in England. Right. So and these guys were pretty cool. I thought they're pretty cool. They were brothers, and uh, they were doctors for animals so veter veterinarians right and mm -hmm. so i wanted to be a veter veterinarian that's a, that's a horrible word for germans veterinarian <laughs> wow wow wow, wow. <laughs> vet, okay just vet. Um, and I, of course i was not good enough in school i was really not i was not bad i was in the middle and the worst you can be that's the middle okay so i did never ever get a place for studying that so i thought well as long as i wait for the place i still thought i would get a place well uh, as long as i wait for that place uh, to study i do and as we call it an apprenticeship in photography yeah. right so i went to a photo studio said i want to be a photographer and the first studio i went they said You want to be a photographer? Okay, you can work here, right? So uh, this is where I started photography. And after maybe half a year or a year, I it, it came to my brain that uh, probably this is going to be the thing I'm going to do for the rest of my life, right? So uh, no cows anymore, no dogs or, <laughs> or budgies to, to uh, cure. No, not anymore. So I decided in 1987, that was in 1987, uh, I started photography. And maybe a year later, I said, okay, that's, that's my work. That's, that's my life. So, all right. So 1987 is when you start doing that. That's a huge change from going from being, we'll say vet. It's easier to say. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I can't say yeah. better. Yeah, that uh, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so it's a huge, huge change. So there's the photography side of it. Now, when it comes to the photography, what what was your thing as a photographer? Was it landscapes, people, or or what? Um, the studio where I was working, we did mainly the uh, portraits, portraiture. We did pictures of people, which is also portraiture, and this is was something I enjoyed a lot, but. Uh, After a very short time, it came uh, to another to, to a change. I I discovered a camera there in the studio, which was a large format camera. Large format means uh, five by seven inches negative format, right? And this thing just fascinated me. And it's not made for taking portraits in the first place. So I did a lot of still lifes. And I did landscape. I enjoyed very much to, to take this monster from the studio, put it somewhere in the landscape and take one picture. You know, you don't take a series of picture with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it takes half an hour to take one picture. The quality is outstanding. It's really fantastic because it's so, so such a large negative. And I, I like the technique. I like being down uh, outside in, in, in the woods, in the country and taking pictures. And I did a lot of uh, traveling also with a little smaller, but also a large format camera. So I wanted to be an advertising photographer uh, working with this type of camera because digital photography was far away so nobody knew yeah, digital yeah. photography what what's that huh <laughs> that'll, ne yeah. that'll never work that, that that'll <laughs> never work yeah of course uh, it, it wasn't even there at the beginning right in 87 
they the, the first high tech camera had an autofocus, right? <laughs> that was yeah. that was technique at that time. So uh, yeah, large format camera, advertising, photography, landscape photography. That was what I did and what I enjoyed a lot. So you'd been doing all your own developing and all that kind of, of stuff. Of course, of course, yeah, of course. Really into that. Yes, yes. If you do not do your own black and white, especially your own black and white developing, then uh, you you give away the best part, right? So uh, taking the picture is one thing, but then going to the to the dark room, uh, developing the negatives. Uh, Reading books from uh, from Ansel Adams, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you know. Uh, looking how he did his black and white developing, then doing the positive uh, dodge and burn in an analog way. That was wow. That was just what I enjoyed a lot. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. So, because one thing I'm I'm really intrigued. So I, d- I didn't know that about you that you were started out as a photographer. I kind of assumed that you had uh, been to art school and you'd done all this kind of stuff because I look at I look at your work and I'm just desperate to get into that now is that the transition that you've had you were a photographer you're developing your own pictures obviously then the digital side of things comes in we all start you start to see these digital cameras uh becoming on the market we start to use them and with that hand in hand becomes the software the editing the photoshop side of things so yeah. how did that how did that come into your life uh, I didn't go to art school. In fact, I have, I still have today a letter from a very, very good Berlin-based art school. Uh, I applied there for a place and they brought me back. Uh, man, you're, you're, you're just bad. No, you're not going to have a place here in this art school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe at that point uh, they were right. I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, when you are a photographer in Germany, you can just be a photographer, work as a photographer. But if you want to open a studio at that time, you had to do the, I don't know how to translate it. It's, it's sort of a master's degree you need. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. no studying. It's a it's a craftsmanship master degree, something like that. And mm-hmm. so I went to school for two years in Potsdam near Berlin, and uh, wanted to to get this to open my own studio. And in Potsdam at that school, in the second year, only in the second year, we had uh, an introduction into so-called Photoshop, right? So that was still analog. We, we worked with scans, not with digital photography, because digital cameras were very, the largest cameras were two megapixels, right? So that's not yeah, really yeah. That, that big. And they were very, very expensive. So we worked with scans and started working with Photoshop. And when I saw Photoshop, um, I was amazed. What I should tell you before, you can't, cannot know that. I went to, to the States to work as a photographer and I was working with a guy called Neil Molinaro. Maybe you want to Google that. Uh, he did things with a, with a large format camera, analog, that is really not possible. That guy blew my mind. And uh, when I discovered Photoshop, maybe two, three years later, I could do all these images that he did. I could take all these ideas and do them without having a studio with uh, 250 million euro lights, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Photoshop was something that was waiting for me. And when I saw what, what Photoshop is, I knew this is the tool I can use to develop my, my mind, my ideas. So was Photoshop something that you took naturally to then? It just seemed to be a logical way to work. 
It was made on, for me. Pitches. It was made for me because uh, really, <laughs> if you if you just look look at the at the dodge tool, right? The dodge tool, like yeah. this, and with a with a hmm, why? Because that's a tool you use in the black and white lab. The burn tool is a hand. Looks like that, uh, like that, right? Because yeah, if yeah. you if you burn in an analog way, you have a the enlarger, enlarger, right? That's a projector. And if there is a point on your positive that is not bright enough because there is a shadow, you have to uh, a light, then you have to burn it. You start again the projector, make like this on the lens directly on the lens, and then you burn this. So I, I knew I knew what I saw. I, I that, that that was just the digital dog room for me. Uh, yeah. With all the possibilities we have with digital photography, with digital enhancement of an image, and I developed very soon that this is a lot more than just a tool where you can uh, change colors. Right? I could create a whole world, a whole world, and that was something I enjoyed a lot. But the actual process of using Photoshop, I kind of get now what you mean about how the icons they immediately meant something to you you could mm -hmm. recognize what they were supposed to be in fact i did i didn't actually know that what you meant about i you know i didn't even know that um so i've learned something um but when it comes <laughs> to actually using photoshop right because because it is a minefield it's a huge program yes. and i appreciate that going back when you first saw it it wouldn't have been as big as what it is now but how did you did you kind of just you found that it was an easy kind of bit of software for you to work with. You kind of your your brain was able to kind of understand how to use it. If that makes sense. Well, yeah, sort of. Yes, my my brain was under, was able to understand it, but also I I thought that you would ask me that. Um, I have to admit something. Um, some people already know that, but uh, I usually don't do that. I did a very very bad thing. At that time, you have to, yeah, that's true. Uh, at that time, you have to imagine you went to a bookstore and wanted to buy a book about Photoshop. No, they were not there. No yeah, books yeah. about Photoshop in 1998, 90, well, 1998, okay, not 1890, but 1998. Uh, no books about Photoshop. And in one store, I, I, I discovered one book about Photoshop, Photoshop 2.5. So pretty old, right? I had already Photoshop. 301 so <laughs> and it was old this was an old version and it was very 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 expensive <laughs> hey i stole the book that's my first and only book i ever <laughs> stole in my life that's true i i, I swear that's only really. between that's only between me and you uh, all right okay. <laughs> nobody <laughs> don't, else please don't yeah don't tell anybody um uh, okay so i really i really i really stole that book and a very very i had a very very bad feeling walking out with that stolen book from the bookstore but i did, i was i didn't have a lot of money i was working at, as a as a cab driver to that time as so stole a stupid book yes and uh, I, I, I with that book i i started learning photoshop i had a a, a pc a pretty good pc 30 megabyte uh, ram right that's yeah they sold Back it with, then, yeah. with uh, 15 i said no i need double right so uh and i had that book and that was uh, the thing with these two things i started learning photoshop wow and the rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you ever go back into that bookstore? 
uh, I did, I did, uh, but uh, I didn't have the opportunity to go back there many often uh, because uh, it's, it's closed yeah. since many years already. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah, I, I, I had, ruined like, them. <laughs> they had a picture of Berlin's most wanted and yeah, your face probably. was on the wall. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it must have been me. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Dear me. All right. Okay. So then, so here we are. Then we we start out with the analog photography, then the digital world comes in. Photoshop gets introduced, and this is like this is your calling. This is definitely what you were meant to do. How then? How do you go from somebody who's retouching these photographs that you're taking because you're primarily a photographer at this time to now produce the kind of work that you've that you're doing and I mean because I remember when I first got to to know you and we, we kind of met and we became friends I think that was all because of Calvin and Garbor and, uh, and uh, yes. Olaf yeah. and you you although you know those guys themselves very very talented guys you were always they always said that Uli oh he's like the godfather he's the godfather of Photoshop it was like why and then I met you and I see your work I'm like <laughs> what how how do you do that? How do you go from being a photographer to then produce the kind of work that you're now doing with all the 3D? How does that happen? Well, 3D came a lot later. Uh, the first, when I started working with Photoshop, I noticed very, very soon that, as I said before, it's not a tool to make my photography better. Uh, I saw that you can work with layers. Photoshop 4 had layers and uh, I could I put things together in Photoshop, right? So, as I said, I was working in different advertising studios, so I worked as a still life guy. And if you combine still life with landscape, because I said before, I enjoyed very much doing landscape photography. So, I was looking for my way to, to express myself in photography with Photoshop. And uh, one day, it just happened that I combined a still life photography with a landscape it was a, a a cheese grater a cheese grater thing like that you grate cheese with yeah, yeah. and i put it yeah. I, I take it i took it in the studio with a very deep angle and put it in a sim simple landscape so it looked like a very tall house it looked huge and i saw that i can do this with photoshop and uh so that's that was the first image that led to the way uh, I, I was and I am still working today. I combine things that are not combinable, basically, that are not in the same uh, in the same environment, if you want. And uh, if you just follow this this uh, this uh, thought to combine things that you usually don't see together, then it's a whole world you can you can achieve with that. But, but, but yeah, I, and I completely get that. But where does that come from? Because one of the things that I speak to people about is developing your own style and all this kind of, you know, the look that you have in your pictures and what to do. How, where has, where do your ideas come from? I mean, is there something else aside from your photography and your, uh, editing that you like to do do you read certain things there are certain kind of films that maybe you watch that you get no, ideas from no, no, no. no uh when when i uh when i was a, a child i loved uh, star trek i loved everything that was science fiction 
I love the idea that uh, they play with models. The things, uh, the, the the spaceships are not very large. Maybe maybe two mm. three meters. I just saw uh, the Star Trek NCC seventy oh one, the first Star Trek ship the other day in TV. It's uh, about two meters long, right? So, and uh, I was always fascinated by science fiction and by planes, ships, submarines, by big big machines right that was always something that fascinated me a lot so it was it was it, it was logic that i went to take pictures of these large machines of planes and uh, stuff like that and put them in a landscape where usually they are not located right so i don't i don't look any any uh, today any science fiction series to get ideas i don't go to this to the movies not at all because that takes me to exactly that world and i have my own world in my in my in my in my mind i, I don't know where it, where, it's, where, it, where it comes from maybe it's the drugs because we get very <laughs> very very good drugs in brilliant yes hey, yes, your yes, words, yes not mine <laughs> <laughs> it's just between you and me, you know. Okay. Yeah. Again. Again. Nobody um, else will get to hear about yeah. this. So it's it's, a, right, it's right. a fascination for big machines, and uh, I tried many years to develop my own style. And if you just try and try and try and do and take photos and do and do and try and do experiments, then at some point it has to happen that you get where you want. So again, yeah, perfect message there. It's not to get good. It's something you have to keep doing and doing and doing and again, doing and again, doing and doing and, and you well certainly most people I know that have uh, success they thought in the middle or in the beginning or some at some point in their career that they should do something completely different that they are not good that all the others are better. So it's it's normal if you start your career and you want to be good that at some point you you are disappointed you want to 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 break it up you don't want to do this anymore so it happens several times to me and you have to go through that crisis and uh, if you do that then usually you are stronger than you were before so just do you, do you still, it's, it's interesting you say that but do you even where you are now with the kind of work that you're producing and the clients that you've had and have do you still go through those times when you're kind of you're not happy with what you're doing you feel like uh of course. You feel like maybe a fake. Of course. I mean, all these kind of feelings. Yes. yes, of course. Because just imagine I develop an idea and uh, developing an idea, if you have a picture in mind, uh, you start working, you start taking the first pictures with your camera, you put it together in Photoshop, you like it more or less, and you work for several days on this idea. And then you, one morning you get up, you look at it, and you, you, you say, I know this is not good what I'm doing here. It's not my idea. I, I didn't I didn't get it now. So this still happens to me. And I think this is going to be like this for the rest of my life. So still, it's not a big crisis. It's just uh, that, that I know, okay, this is not working anymore. So this image goes to uh, a folder with uh, many other images that did not work. Usually they do work, but sometimes it happens that they don't work, and then you feel not very good. Of course, you you think I can't do it anymore. Uh, I lost my my mind. I lost my my capability to to do pictures mm. like that. So it still happens to me. Of course, yes. Uh, so so do you yeah. tend to find that you if you get to that stage, you're not somebody that will can keep on keep on trying to make it work. You'll say, right, this isn't working. 
let's put that aside for now and let's go and work on something completely new and fresh. Uh, in the beginning, of course, I tried to make it work. I tried, tried, tried harder and tried harder. And uh, at some point, at some points, you just know that it's shit what you're doing, yeah. huh? right? So it, you just know <laughs> yeah. it, okay? Uh, usually it works like that. I look at it in the evening. I've been working for two or three days uh, after the third day. I look at it and say, oh, okay, not too bad, not too bad. I like it, I like it. And then you do the test. Test means you just... Shut down your computer, go to bed. Next morning, get up. First thing you do, switch on the computer, look at your image. Then you see the truth. Mm -hmm. If then your image looks at you and says, hey, here I am. And you say, hey, image, oh boy, you're so good. Then you continue. <laughs> but if you, if you look at it and you say, okay, three days of work. Uh, no, no, that's not, that's not it. Uh, then you know that something went wrong Maybe you work on it or maybe I work on it at some other point. Maybe I never work on it again. Uh, most yeah. images I take back in two, three, four weeks or months and look at them again. And sometimes I have the idea, okay, this is something you could try. But sometimes I look at them and say, no, you're just, you're just pixels. Go away. So I have that, some that pictures. It's so interesting you say anymore. that. It's it really interesting you say that because that was... Going back when I first started out as the uh, doing the photography, that was mm -hmm. one of the best bits of advice I was ever given by a guy called Matt Klaskowski. And I think because I, I only ever got involved in this when it was the digital world, I never did that thing you called analog. I don't even think I'd be a photographer. No, you, 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 had a, you had another job. You had a company uh, yeah, from, yeah. from a complete other Completely. world. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I know. But yeah. what you said there about sort of turn the computer off, look at it the next morning, that is exactly what I was told to do, in effect. This, really? Because I think with the digital okay. world, there is a tendency. Everything is so um, immediate. People want things, immediate sort of gratification they they take the photo they load it in the That's computer true. they edit it they upload it That's true. and i i remember i did that once and it was a i i kind of was all excited about doing this one picture and i reworked it really really quickly i posted it and then when i did it was then too late i then had other people commenting pointing out the mistakes that i'd made mm -hmm. And I was yes. like, ah, it's just too late for me. So one of the, the advice I had was you load it in, make sure it's nice and safe, and then an hour, two hours, or maybe even the next day, that's when you start to work on mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So yeah. interesting how you've got that same yeah, kind but, but of – That's uh, the same thing, right? It's the same thing, and you made the same experience. Yep, very good, yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. Yes. All right, so so looking at, looking at the pitch you do, I mean, you've, you've, you've sent me over some uh, – I guess more up-to-date work that you've done, some more recent work that you've done. And it is just, uh, we're going to have to put a link. If you're happy with this, we'll put a link to these uh, images, your gallery. We'll put that in the show notes because yeah, okay. people have got to see sure. this. And the one I've got open at the moment is, my wife loves this one, by the way, this picture here. It's the one where there's a lady in a street and she's got a, it looks like a Singer sewing machine and she's sewing what looks like the road surface. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's is, that's pretty new. That's from this year. That's uh, just a few weeks old. Yeah. Now, my wife loves that because she does a lot of sewing, so oh, she right, really, okay. really likes mm. this. But when I look at that image there, there's there's so much I would want to know about how you've done that. And obviously, this isn't the, the right place for it because an audio explanation of how you do something isn't probably the best yeah, one. Yeah, that's true. But, but how... How, for that picture there, how long would you say that's maybe taking you to do from start to finish? When, when I develop it, it takes round about, I would say, six, seven, eight full working days, right? Maybe, maybe two weeks 
No, not two weeks. Maybe 10 days maximum. But once I did it, I could redo it in two hours. Because uh, I take, it takes that long because I do a lot of experimental stuff. I try this building in the at the end of the street, another building, this building. I try this lighting, this lighting. I try another sky, all that. But uh, when I am done with the image, um, then I could redo it in a very short period of time. But the developing is what takes so long. Yeah, yeah. What, what I love about your pictures, and I, I, it's just the fact that it's... It's almost like walking into a, a, a almost like walking into a museum. Every time you walk into it, you see something different. And I, when I have a look at your pictures, if I, I have to find myself starting in the top left-hand corner <laughs> and working across and looking down the picture, because there's all these little details that it's just it's just phenomenal. That picture there is that obviously it's Photoshop, the Cinema 4D. No, and, no it's just and, Photoshop. It's just Photoshop. Seriously? Yeah. No, no Cinema 4D. Oh wow. Okay, all right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I, I, I mean, I'll use this picture here as an example, mm -hmm. this one. And again, we'll put a link to these uh, in the show notes. But when it comes up to an idea like that, what is your kind of process? You don't you don't kind of go right straight out, take some pictures, sit at Photoshop. Do you do any kind of like sketching out first yes. to get Always. ideas? Always. Uh, I could never start working by taking a picture and uh, switching on the computer. Um it's always about an idea I have, an idea I have, and I scribble that down. Uh, I do that in an old-fashioned way. I take just a piece of paper and a pencil, mm. the middle hard. That's good. Not too soft, not too hard. So the middle, okay? And uh, is that, That's important, right? That's, that's important, of course. Right. Yes, that's course. very important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it is. Uh, I, I showed oh, okay. you. No, right. I don't show it to you. I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, no, that's true. Uh, of course, I have. I have a tablet. Of course, I have uh, Cintiq. Uh, I have uh, different computers I could work with. But I like the simple, the sim simpleness. Is that simplicity? Yeah, yeah, simplicity. Yeah. Simplicity. Simplicity yeah, yeah. of uh, of doing this in an in in a way where you have just a white piece of paper and just a pencil. So with that, I start sketching. I'm not a very good painter or very good uh, sketch maker, not not at all, mm -hmm. right? But it it's okay for me to see where do I want to have what part of the image, right? And if I have that, then I start taking pictures and then I start working with Photoshop. It's always with a sketch before. Now, one other thing that's just sprung to mind, I wanted to ask you, and this is a, this is a genuine, genuine kind of question here, but the kind of work that you do, do you think it's something that everybody could learn to do? Or do you think it takes a certain kind of person? Because, And the reason I ask that, Uli, is because every time we've met, speaking to you now, it, you, you're always you, you're just somebody who's very, very calm. Do you know what I mean? You've got a real kind of calmness about you. And I'm, and I'm being serious when I say this. Is it, does it, do you think it takes that kind of a person who's got that calmness, who's got that, no, maybe that patience? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I think it takes one thing. It's time. Time. Because, uh, if, if you, uh, look at yourself, you never worked with Photoshop and you do very, very cool stuff. You, you never worked with Photoshop before. So you learned a lot about Photoshop, about techniques, about photography, and it's your job today. So, uh, 
you, you were able to learn that and uh, you were not 20 anymore you were already 22 i think right far, far yeah, from it safe, yeah. right so i'm <laughs> i'm convinced that everybody can learn that um but you, you just said it before this is nothing you can learn in one or two workshops or mm. by reading a book or looking at uh, 10 video trainings you have to to accept that it takes a long time to get better and better and it takes a long time to develop your own style right so that what is in your totally, brain, yeah. that this is something that, that that takes a few years so being a pro in 10 and 10 with 10 tips right hello uh, no i don't think oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this is working and our time we've all is... seen those training packages <laughs> and all those things that promise the earth yeah yeah <laughs> yeah right okay so it, it just uh, every, i think everybody can learn that um when he or she takes the time to do that, and it might be several years. It's it's it's, it's your understanding of, of light more than anything that just blows me away. And I find this as well with uh, another a good friend of ours, a guy called Aaron Blaze, who used to work at Disney. And he is a traditional uh, painter, artist, what have you. And he, you know, he's just amazing at doing sketches and stuff. Uh, it's the understanding of light that is 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 obviously is very very key because again looking at these I'm going to scroll through some of these pictures that he sent me that one where there's the the clock tower and it's taken off like space shuttle yeah I like that too yeah. Yeah. wow well lighting and the dro the drone one doing the the Eiffel Tower when it's got the um, the blades on the front and it's cutting the hedge to make it look like the Eiffel Tower it's just just it's the I mean yeah. It just looks so. I mean, the one here again. This is this is probably not the best for people who are listening, but I'm kind of pointing out a huge. <laughs> looks like a, an aircraft carrier, and it's coming through the tarmac. It's just, it it looks real. It's just crazy how real these things look. But again, the big thing of that is going to be the lighting, right? The lighting. Yes, the, the lighting is, is very very important. When I work for agencies. Uh, I, I do a lot of work for, for my customers and for agencies. I recognize several times that when I sent them a sketch, they, they said, yeah, that's, that's good. Make it that time. Uh, make it that way. Um, but they never looked if the lighting is good. When I get a scribble I actually, from them, I actually thought that earlier. I thought being a Star Trek fan, you would have said, make it so. <laughs> I could have, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but, but you, you're completely right. That the, the lighting, the lighting is, is uh, most important. It makes all the difference. The lighting, yeah, of course. Yes. And this is something that's, that's my photography part. Because if you work as a photographer, lighting, of course, that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there, there was something I noticed on your... Let me just dive over to your website here. There's like a... Obviously, you've got stuff on, link, on LinkedIn Learning. But there was something I noticed on one of on your website when it talks about there's like a 15 minute thing that people can download and get hold of. Yes. And it's all about the ideas and stuff. How to develop gonna... ideas. Yes. But it's in German. Yeah. So Okay. Yeah. Well, I, this is how I start, I started my German language learning was was from doing okay. opposite school, but then coming back and meeting you folks. But are you able to give us an overview of what that basically that process is? This how to get the ideas in? Does that, is that something you could do? Um, I can try. I can try. I can uh, tell you the best would be in Ob a, obviously in, not fifteen minutes, but no, three minutes. But uh, I use an example, uh, and okay. it, it really happened that way. Um, I was uh, driving my car and I had to go to the gas station, right? So I went to the gas station and parked the car there and uh, just wanted to get off the car, looked in the mirror, of course, 
because before you get out, you look in the mirror. Yeah, you should do that. Uh, in yeah, the yeah. left mirror, you look in the right mirror, but in the left mirror, yeah, Europe, uh, rest <laughs> Europe. Uh, okay, so and I figured, wow, what if I would see in that mirror not another car, but maybe an airplane also coming to the gas station? Well, a huge airplane, and uh, uh, I developed this idea so that the airplane wasn't that big in the end of my my, my image, but I used an an Alpha jet. Alpha jet is a military plane, uh, very old. Uh, they they don't fly anymore, but we have a museum here in in Berlin where I could take a picture of an Alpha jet. So I took it exactly in the perspective I needed it for the gas station picture. Right? And I put these two together. And the idea behind is um, it has to be something that also needs gas. So I could not put there, a, I don't know, a dinosaur. That's stupid because dinosaurs don't live anymore. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's not so stupid. Maybe I like this idea. No. Uh, so it has to be something that also needs gas. Right. So I took this airplane and... Uh, I also put a, a sign to all the gas uh, types, uh, Jet A1, because they, that's what they, what they need, Jet A1, right? So, um, <laughs> and it was, the picture was done. So, um, you should always be open to, to your own, your own mind. Can I say that? To your own ideas. Yeah. And, um, I know you, I, I've seen a, um, a lecture of you. You did a lecture, and uh, you tried to. No, you did try. You you told people to get uh, ideas by looking at movie posters, mm -hmm. going to the movies. That's a very good tip. But I also try to find the ideas inside my mind, and these ideas are probably pretty old because, as I said, I liked big airplanes when I was a child already. So maybe you ask yourself, what what did you like when you were a child? What what is what is fascinating you still today? Uh, what what are the types of movies you like? You don't even have to go there, but maybe you can imagine what do you enjoy landscapes? What what is something that touches you? What touches your mind? And uh, try to make a mind map of your own mind and try to bring this into pictures. So that's uh, really something, as you said, I can't explain in three minutes, but I think that what is in your own brain, in your own mind, is something that can be very strong and can lead to very strong images. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I like that. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. I'm gonna we'll take a a very quick ad break, and then there's a couple of things I want to ask you that we always ask everybody that's on the uh, on the podcast. All right. He shoots. He draws. Is sponsored by the Westcott Rapid Box Switch. Isn't it time you made the switch? Do it today at www.fjwestcott.com/backslash/switch. All right, Thank so now you. that we're back, <laughs> yeah, I, did, I was just saying to Uli while that was playing, I hadn't warned him about this, but it's nothing bad, honestly. It's just a couple of things that we always like to ask people because it's good to get different people's uh, perspectives on things. And this is just something that Dave and me call loves and loathes. So when you look at what, what you do yeah. with your with your your artwork, with the photography, with all the kind of stuff that you do for day to day. What do you love, especially love, about what you do? Looking at the picture in the first moment when you see that your idea is going to work, 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, when I you like see, that. all right. Yeah, if you do a, a, a rough scribble uh, with pixels on the computer, and you put in very very bad masked things you just photographed, and you see, wow, it's really bad, but it's still it already works. Uh, yeah, that's a very, 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 very precious moment. All right. So on the other side, then, that's what you love. If you now look, think about what you do day to day, the industry, everything, what don't you like and what would you maybe change if you could? I hate it if I am, am in, a, in a huge uh, zoom, right, in, inside my picture and the brush is very big and it takes minutes to make it smaller right <laughs> this is something every <laughs> oh the problems yeah. we have to deal with yeah okay so you see already on this problem that is it's, it's not so hard right you can zoom out and make it smaller very very quick but uh, this is something i do not understand to the up today why does it take so long to make a brush smaller in photoshop <laughs> do you know all the times when we, when we ask these we get so many varied yeah, questions sorry, so. very varied answers to this and people say oh yeah there's i don't like having to work for clients and i don't like social media and i'd maybe change this out and the other and then there's you who says why does it take so long for the brush to yeah, go? true yeah well <laughs> but then i guess i guess if you're working on an Im image there for potentially 10 days if there's a lot of times when that brush is taking a long time to get smaller that's making your work even longer <laughs> so i kind of right. get that you're right yeah okay i kind of get that's that <laughs> <laughs> so what what so are you able to say what you're working on at the moment is that something that you're can you disclose something that you're working on at the moment uh, well i can talk about what i'm uh, doing at the moment uh we have a uh, in germany a big uh, a big uh, what is that fun park something like disneyland and the biggest right, yeah, yeah. yeah the the biggest one is called the europa park europe park if you want to translate it yeah. it's a very very big thing they have a uh, more than 100 different things you can ride and play and do there and uh, they will develop a new water world i can say that already because they 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 do already advertising for that it's called Hulantica, and it's uh, about the nordic thing uh, the star is a sea snake uh, that they developed and i can do the the poster for that so i work together with uh, their 3d well the people that do the 3d stuff um, yeah. and i do this poster for them uh, which already takes weeks I'm, i started working with that in september last year and it's a huge huge thing uh, and i've been working at it several weeks so <laughs> this is a really big thing uh, and this is close to be done close to finish now so in april we want to release it that's this is uh, something i'm working right now superb excellent all right now let's just go back just very very quickly then to the kind of stuff that you're doing there and there are there are teachings out there like i think i mentioned linkedin learning um I think probably the best thing to do is to sort of what where would you suggest that people go to number one find your work and number two any learnings that you have any teachings well this is really linkedin learning because i did some stuff in german but also in english there so mm -hmm. uh, the english uh, videos are a few years old but uh, photoshop was already photoshop at that time uh, the, the, it feels like modern photoshop so uh, you can also see english 
trainings and of course uh, a lot of German trainings in Photoshop and also for Cinema 4D. Mm-hmm. And a mixture of both, and, of course. And there's your your main uh, main website as well, which has got, in fact, I've got that just all here for me now. So that's got links to all your galleries, posters, references. You've got a blog, a newsletter. We'll get people to sign. I have, I have a newsletter. That's true. Uh, I have a, <laughs> I have a, I have a blog, but but uh, <laughs> I well, yeah, I'm not a very very active social media worker, not at all, because. Uh, well, it, it, it is, I enjoy doing that, but uh, I never have the time to do it because there's always something that's more important than that, right? So Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a necessary <laughs> evil, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. But Uli, obviously you, you do do presentations, uh, you know, in front of audiences. And stuff. Have you got any of those kind of uh, coming up or any places that you're going to be speaking at? Or? Uh, let's see. Yes, I'm going to be speaking in Austria on April 26th or 27th. Uh, I'm going to put this on my, my website uh there's a big photography convention uh then i have uh in uh in vienna and in berlin upcoming workshops that i'm going to do one day and two day workshops uh these are can be seen on my website um and i do lectures all over the world uh i did that in china in the states uh, in germany austria switzerland amsterdam so this is something that is from time to time but uh Right now, what is on the website you can see is uh, the lecture I'm doing in Austria and uh, the workshops I'm doing in Vienna and in Berlin. Brilliant stuff. We'll put all everything that you, um, if you just send that over to us on an email, maybe any links that you want us to include, we'll put those in. Yeah, cool. Uh, but but listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of wrap this up uh, because we did have a, a few technicals de- uh, issues at the start, so uh, I don't want to keep you for. Issues. Any longer issues. than necessary. That was just a come on issues. No, not really. <laughs> well, we had yeah. For we those listening, it. we had um, the, we use Zoom. It's a, uh, rather than using Skype, we use a thing called Zoom for doing these kind of uh, recordings because it's always nice to be able to see each other when you're talking. The conversation seems to flow better, I think. Uh, but th- we've learnt a little bit about Zoom that it maybe doesn't like to use Safari. Maybe it's better in Chrome. So that's something we could update uh, people we speak to in the future. So from every every problem. We have a solution, and we can kind of help people later on. Yes, Uli, listen, I'm, I'm going to let you. Uh, I'm going to let you disappear. Um, but listen, it's five years. I can't believe it's been that long since we saw you. But thank you so much. It is an absolute pleasure to know you and just to look at your stuff, mate. It really, really is. Hey, thank you very much for the opportunity to talk in your your podcast. You had very cool questions, and uh, I hope to see you soon. Not not only in five you years. Too. Absolutely, yes. Not another five years. (laughs) Cheers, Ailey. All right, okay, cheers.